to listen to the Left Traffic Podcast. What is up, Left Traffic Nation? Welcome to episode 287 of the Left Traffic Podcast. I am your host, the Professor Brandon Crowd. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. 14 winners still hanging on there through 22 races. We need three more and four more. It is not looking good. But the crazy thing is there are three drivers out there that we may still have expected to get a win. Ryan Blaney, Martin Truex Jr., Kevin Harvick. All still winless. Wouldn't it be something if the three of those guys all picked up a win over the next three races uh, or four races? I wonder what that parlay bet would sit at. Who knows? Maybe one of them will pick up a win this week at my home track of Michigan. Uh, I'm so excited. Cannot wait to get to the track this weekend. Um, you know, it's it's going to be crazy. It's one of the fastest tracks in Michigan. And hey, anything can happen during the second half of the NASCAR season. Experience the thrills, the drama, and the acceleration on the NBC family of networks. The push for the playoffs continues in Michigan this Sunday, August 7th, 3 o'clock Eastern time on the USA Network. So make sure you're checking out the USA Network. Uh, go follow uh, NASCAR on NBC, at NBC Sports, all that good stuff. Uh, and come hang out with me at the track this weekend. I've tweeted it out. If you're going to be there, uh, shoot me a DM. Let's get a little lap traffic podcast uh, fan group uh, meet and greet going on. I'm going to have t-shirts. I'll have stickers, koozies, uh, some other prizes to give away, all that good stuff. So uh, if you're going to be there, let me know. But if not, tune in on NBC without a doubt. Episode 287, uh, 13 shows away from episode 300, which is just crazy. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at one or two different ways of, of doing episode uh, 300. And that's either closing out season six with episode 300 or starting season seven with episode 300. Uh, could go either way uh, with it, to be honest, just based on the number of shows, weeks left, all that kind of good stuff, uh, knowing that I've been taking a couple off weeks here, which we've been going strong here for a minute. I think this is week three in a row. Uh, we'll have uh, next week for sure wrapping up MIS, and then uh, the week of August 15th we'll definitely be taking a break. But uh, if you've got any opinions on whether I should do episode 300 to close out season six or to start season seven, uh, let me know. Send me some ideas for the show. If you've got any, I could do a listener call-in show for some of the diehards over the last six years. Uh, could try to get uh, a list of guests that have all been on at some point over the last uh, six years. Uh, all good options. All good options. Let me know what you think. Um, let's see. What did we do this weekend? Uh, Golf League Thursday. Only got two more Thursdays left. Uh, there, well, there's actually four left in the league. Uh, I will only be participating in two of them. Uh, so that's wrapping up Friday. Lindsay and I went to dinner. Uh, went and bought a bunch of Mega Millions tickets, which I'm still here, so didn't win the Mega. Uh, congrats to the person that didn't Illinois, though. Uh, Saturday took Alden to a couple birthday parties. And uh, Sunday, hung out, 
got the little kiddie pool for Alden, watched some racing, and uh, went hibachi style on the Blackstone and uh, whipped up some uh, chicken shrimp fried rice, which was awesome. Had fun cooking that. It's the first time ever doing that, which was cool. Um, let's see. It's As I said, it's MIS week. Uh, I, I'm pumped. I cannot believe it. It snuck up on me, um, you know. Only having one race at MIS, uh, you know, normally June gets you ready for August, but here we are, lo and behold, August already, uh, and man, it just means football's right around the corner, which is awesome, cannot wait for that, um, but needless to say, it's it's race weekend for me, uh, it's the first race First race weekend in a minute since last year at MIS. Uh, I am bummed that I have not gotten to a couple races outside of uh, Michigan here. Um, there's a small chance could make something else happen this year, but uh, definitely next year plan on getting to at least one or two more race weekends without a doubt. But this weekend, if you are coming to MIS, if you're in the MIS area, come to Firekeepers. Friday night, 5.30 to 7.30, there is an autograph meet and greet with Joey Logano. Uh, obviously, the main draw. I will be there. I'm more than happy to hang out. Uh, maybe we can go sit at a blackjack table together, uh, have a drink, whatever the case may be. I will be there on Friday night uh, and Saturday, uh, but I will definitely be there Friday night. So come hang out, meet Joey Logano, and uh, have a good time there. Let's see. Tonight, uh, I mean, of course, Jeff Striegel is going to be on the show. Uh, Jeff and I have been doing a pre and post MIS show for a while now. Uh, so we'll have Jeff here in just a minute, as well as uh, Gus Dean, uh, who's been on the show. This He'll be making his third appearance on the show as well. Uh, I'm sure Jeff and I will cover everything this weekend from Indy. We've got uh, Aaron Studwell doing the forecast and Lucky Dog Lapdown Fantasy, all of that good stuff. So uh, I've long-winded this long enough. Let's get Jeff Striegel back on the line. All right, a lap traffic nation joining me on the line, making his 21st appearance on the show. One of the legendary voices on MRN. You'll find him at Berlin Raceway when he isn't calling the races. And you'll find him this weekend at our home track of MIS. Welcome back, Jeff Striegel. Jeff, how are you, sir? I'm well. How are you? Hard to believe we're already back at Michigan. That means that summer is almost over. Oh, you know, it's it's crazy. It's, it's like... I, I couldn't wait for it, but that's the thing. It's like once it got here, then that means we're winding down. I mean, football will be back, which is pretty cool. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, things are winding down. That's for sure, man. Yeah, it is. It's been a great year. And I'm, I'm anxious to get to Michigan for a number of reasons. I think, you know, when you take a look at the storylines that have developed over the course of the 2022 season, with the new car and the way the drivers have responded and the teams have responded, and now we come back to the big two-mile Michigan International Speedway. This, I believe, is the last place that we will be going to now that these new cars have not been to. So I think there's a lot of unanswered questions and a lot of excitement going on. Absolutely. No notebook uh, for, for the teams here. Um, I am excited to see what this new car does there. I think it'll... I think it'll put on a great show for us. Um, I, I'm excited to see the fans pack the stands uh, because, you know, losing the race in June, uh, you know, people are excited. Uh, I think MIS is going to be a packed house this weekend. 
Yeah, I, I hope that's the case. You know, I, I'm really impressed with the way that the Pocono race fans have embraced the challenge that they faced. You know, I mean, they, we would race up there uh, twice a year, yep. and then we cut them back to once a year, but two races. And then NASCAR said, yeah, we can't do that either. We're just going to give you one race and one weekend. But we sell out the campground, we sell out the grandstands, and it's just a tremendous event and one that I know that the fans of Pocono Raceway look forward to each and every year. And my hope would be, Brandon, that the Michigan International Speedway fans will embrace this weekend the same way that the Pocono fans do it, and that is fill the stands and and have a great, great event, and I'm sure we're going to have exactly that. Absolutely. Uh, real quick, before we get into a couple things, uh, Jeff, I know you are a uh, amazing blue. Or no, not you're not amazing blue. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> you're a it's green. all about the green and white this weekend. Go, right? Okay, you can go ahead and rewind and reset if you want to. But. <laughs> no, we'll let that roll. Uh, you got to be excited. Uh, Tom Izzo uh, and Mel Tucker are uh, going to be co-grand marshals this weekend. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And, and yes, by the way, uh, just to make it official, I am a Maze and Blue fan also. I just happen to be a bigger green and white fan, and you'll have that when your kids go to that school. So, uh, you know, whether it's Michigan, University of Michigan or Michigan State, it uh, doesn't matter. Um, I'm proud of the state and I'm proud of the schools that's, that uh, are a part of the state. And certainly having Michigan State there, I think, is just a really unique opportunity not only for the racetrack for the fans for the school tom Izzo is a legend certainly in the and i think everybody knows that i think Absolutely. most everybody probably knows exactly who tom Izzo is yes uh, he's a basketball coach for the for michigan state university and so when he decides he wants to show up somewhere that's big news and to have him at michigan international speedway to you know, do the whole grand marshal thing and hang out with the fans. That's, that's just big. And that's something I'm looking forward to. And yes, if I, if I know he's nearby Brandon, I'll probably go try to track him down and say hello. Awesome. I, I would hope that you would. Uh, it's funny. A couple of weeks ago, I had our new uh, track president, Joe Fowler on, and it was the first time I ever talked to him. And my first question was, I, I started very serious. Uh, you know, it's, it's your first time on the show and I'm going to need you to settle uh, a debate. This is, you know, something really serious. Uh, and, and everyone needs to know maize and blue are green and white. And he busted out laughing and would not commit to one or the other. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, that's a true politician, right? right. He's the president. <laughs> um, there's an, <laughs> why commit when you're a politician and you don't have to. So. No, I'll tell you what, Michigan, I think, is really in, and I know you didn't ask me, but I am going to sidetrack for a minute. Sure. I think that that Michigan International Speedway fans and NASCAR are truly in for a big opportunity with Joe now in charge. Uh, I like the direction. I like the communication. I like the ideas. I like the focus, and I like the passion. I think Joe is going to be a great addition to Michigan International Speedway, and I'm sure he's looking forward to this weekend more than anybody else, probably coming in a little nervous, but at the same time, this is his new home, and, you know, this is where he's going to make his mark, and I think a lot of people are ready to see just what kind of mark he's going to make in the sport. 
Absolutely. I'm with you 100%. Uh, all right, uh, Jess, uh, real quick, uh, how cool was it to see trucks at IRP? Uh, first time NASCAR there in, in quite a few years. I thought they put on a hell of a show uh, Friday night. I think they always do, no matter where they go. But, yes, I do. I understand the uh, the question. And, yes, they, they put on a great show. And it, it was funny because – Alex Hayden and the bag man and Moody and Posty and I, we were all kind of kicking around. Uh, I guess it might've been a Pocono and we were talking about what was up next. And that was up next for Alex and baggy. And I'm not sure who all went now, but um, we were all just kind of reminiscing about, you know, when the last time we were there, you know, and obviously as we all know, it's been a long time. Yeah. So uh, we were all excited about it. Um, I watched the race from here and Alex and, and Mike were there and said that they could not have been more pleased with the crowd, the reaction, and just to be back. I mean, they just put on a great show no matter where they go talking about the truck series, but it's just, I think that track is just one that needs to be on the schedule every single year, period. Absolutely. Yes. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Absolutely. Um, all right. So a lot of debate, a lot, lot of talk on social media uh, about the Indy road course. Uh, you know, not a lot of in between. You, you had people that loved what they saw on Sunday and you had people that, you know, were, were vocal about not being a fan of what they saw. Um, you know, I, I thought it was was pretty good. It was really entertaining. Um you know, things got a little crazy there with some of the restarts and all of that. Uh, you know, last year we had the turtle issues, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, third time's a charm, I think. I think you got to go back there and run this at least one more time there. What do you think? Well, I, this is a tough one, right? I mean, we it, it depends on what you're looking for out of the sport. If we're looking for side-by-side -side beating and banging action, then we got to go to Martinsville. If we are a true road racing fan, they probably like Formula One, then they probably like what they saw, you know, at Indy. But I think that's why it's so divided between I love it, I hate it. Uh, the racing there was marginal, uh, other than the restarts, like you said, but, you know, restarts going to create racing no matter where we go. Um, yeah, it was exciting. I happen, and I think everybody knows this, I happen to truly enjoy road racing. So for me, I like it. Yeah. But I, I also understand. Yeah. And I, but I also understand when somebody says they don't. Because if you grew up as a NASCAR fan at Richmond, at Bristol, at Martinsville, Daytona, Talladega, pick a track then you like oval racing, you like them wheel to wheel, you like them side by side. And that isn't what we saw, sure. obviously, yeah. this yep. past Sunday. So, you know, I can see both sides. I think that when you are talking about NASCAR is the best stock car drivers in the world, okay, then put them on a road course. And it may not be the most highly entertaining race of the entire season, but it does recognize talent, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's only one driver who wins, and everybody else is chasing them. And when you look and you look at the drivers and the way they came across with the top five, if you want to know who our sports' best road racing drivers are, 
go back and look at the top 10 at Indy yeah. because that proves hands down who has that type of talent and who doesn't. Absolutely. I'm with you. Um, Jeff, uh, next next week we can get into some some breakdowns here a little bit deeper. Uh, but I want to talk about Tyler Reddick, our, our race winner um, uh, this past weekend. 125 starts to get the first one and then just four races for his second. Uh, it's no surprise once that first one falls, the rest seem to come a little quicker. Uh, some interesting news about him and his status, uh, not for 2023, but 2024. Um but that team went out there and, in my opinion, made a statement, one, about survival, two, about, hey, we're not going to be lame ducks for the next uh, 40-some races that we've got left as a team. And, I mean, I, I thought that was pretty strong. All right, so I think it, I think it kind of lays out this way. Um, Tyler Reddick, he has talent. There's no dispute about it. To see Tyler win and then win again didn't come as a surprise at all. To see other teams want him to be a driver for their team, no surprise at all. To see him uh, have to go through a season and a half before transitioning over to 2011, now that's the surprise. Right? And that's yeah. the, yeah, that's what has, <laughs> has me scratching my head. I don't know how that's going to work. In fact, I, you know, and I, I don't know. I, we've seen relationships fall apart before the actual end uh, of the contract. In other words, if for some reason Tyler wasn't going to make the playoffs next year, could you see him move sooner? Don't know. You know, and obviously we can't speculate on the contract. Have no idea. Sure. What what would keep him from moving sooner uh, or what would keep him in place all the way through the end of the year. But there's of next year, of course, but there's no doubt that the whole thing just seems really strange. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. I mean, you know, as well as I do, the last thing a team wants to do is work with somebody who could potentially take that information to a competitor. Sure. Well, obviously, uh, they got a year and a half's worth of information that's going to need to be shared among each other before the day comes when they shake hands and part ways and move in different directions. So I don't know. Um, I find it highly interesting, and I'm quite interested to see how the whole thing shakes out by the time we get to Daytona in what? A year and a half. Yeah, I, I'm with like you expect this announcement a year from now, not a year and a, you know. Correct. Like, you know, it was just re yeah. I, I, I'm with you there, uh, and and I'm excited to, to track that info along with you as we go out the rest of this year and next year. That's that's a really yeah. crazy thing. Um, all right, Jeff, you mentioned it at the start here. Uh, you know, this is the last place that the new car is going to be debuting at. Um, you know, what uh, What type of race do you expect to see? Do you uh, expect to see, uh, like, a Fontana or California? Do you expect to see a little bit more pack-style racing, like in Atlanta? What do you think we're going to get uh, this weekend? Yeah, you're a smart man. You know, I was going to fashion it after Atlanta. Um, I don't think it's going to be quite Talladega, Daytona, but I do think that it's going to be more in line with the Atlanta Motor Speedway and what we saw there. Um, but then again, how do we know everything that we're saying right now is completely, um, you know, speculation. Sure. So I, I do think we're going to see them running pretty close together. And again, that goes back to hopefully making 
that other half of the NASCAR fan happy, the ones that say, I want to see him running wheel to wheel, um, the way we used to do it at Michigan. That would be yeah. a nice surprise for everybody. I think uh, starts and restarts are going to be insane. And I just don't think, I just don't think that we're going to see a leader break away from the pack and drive away by six, seven, eight seconds and leave everybody in the dust. So I'm looking forward to it. Does it still have the potential to be a fuel mileage race? Certainly. Nobody likes that, but it, you know, I think it, you, you have to at least keep that in the equation. But I think what we're going to see on Sunday at Michigan International Speedway is going to be highly entertaining. I'm with you. Do you think it might resemble a little bit that that random Monday race we ran in 2019 that Joey Logano won like that? That's kind of what I'm envisioning uh, that, that this race possibly looking like a little bit. Well, when we when once they drop the horsepower, which is something that and I get it. Here we go again. Some are going to love some are going to hate. Yeah. Um, when they dropped the horsepower, I knew that we would have better racing at Michigan. High horsepower uh, absolutely allows everybody to spread out, and we saw that. The racing was not good there. But you know what? We could set new track records and be the fastest track in all of NASCAR at 206.4. Jeff Gordon, several years ago, after they repaved it, it created horrible racing. Um, one groove, the only groove right in the middle of the racetrack. But when you're going that fast, you have to run that groove and that groove only. And we saw, you know, I just said it. We saw horrible racing. Yeah. When you drop the horsepower and you run 185, 189, somewhere in that neighborhood, I uh, don't know what they're going to run this weekend. We'll know come Saturday after practice and qualifying. But when you slow the slow the package down, the cars come back together. And so based on that, I do expect the cars to run pretty close together. The speeds are not going to be anywhere near 200 plus miles an hour. And to me, that's okay. Sure. I'm with you. It's <laughs> still going faster than we can down, uh, you know, uh, 69 or 94. So. <laughs> you know, Brandon, I've said it before. You've heard Moody say it before. You've heard a lot of people say this. You go ahead and sit in the grandstands and you tell me how fast you think that car is going. And unless somebody is telling you, you have no idea. Right. You know, a car comes by at 185 miles an hour. The first time you see that car, you look at whoever you're there with and you go, holy cow, that car's flying. Yep. You yep. send the next car out and they go by, make it two minutes later. You send that car out and it goes by at 200 miles an hour and you would have no clue that that car was running 15 miles or quicker. Sure. So, you know, I know that there's there's a lot. Everybody wants to go fast and, and I do get it. Uh, racing is about speed. How fast can you go? But there is a point if you're looking for pure racing enjoyment or if you're looking to see how fast they can go around Michigan. I mean, let's face it. We know that if we wanted to create a race car, a NASCAR stock car to go around Michigan and set a new track record, we could do that easily. Yep. I'm sure they could run 220, 230, probably without even breaking a sweat. Yep. But I can, and that would be cool to see. Yeah. But it would only be cool to see one at a time because if you put them on the track, all 36, it's going to be, a very very boring and not very entertaining race that's yeah. just my opinion I'm, I'm with you uh all right seven race win streak for ford uh they keep that up someone got something to say for him well i mean if they're going to keep it up they're going to have to turn their 
turn their season around if Ford has been non-existent. Yes. Uh, I, I'm quite surprised Team Penske has been okay, no doubt. Um, you know, Joey's – you know what? We always do this, or at least I say it this way. I don't think I'm saying something that, that a driver wouldn't say. Joey Logano is not going to give his team an A+. Plus. Um, he's just not. Why would he? They're not. Yep. Um, Cindric and Blaney, they've been good at times, but they're not an A-plus performing team right now. Stuart Haas Racing, what are you going to say about that? Right. Um, they're not an A-plus team right now. And, again, this is not a crack on them as individuals. This is just how they stack up right now against the competition. And uh, if Ford is going to continue the win streak there, you would think that the win would come from one of those two camps. Um, you know, Kevin Harvick has just been non-existent of late, and he's shown some signs of being brilliant again, and then he shows signs uh, as a team uh, of not. So I'm going to just say hands down without even thinking twice, no, the streak does not continue. I think you're going to see a Hendrick Chevrolet in victory lane on Sunday. How's that? Uh, uh, I'm with you. I think it would, I mean, I think it would be cool. Chase Elliott to get the win. You know, it was a long time coming in Atlanta uh, and his dad, very successful at MIS. Uh, I think that'd be cool to see the nine car in victory lane for the first time to kind of have that, uh, you know, momentous uh, uh, celebration there just with his dad's uh, popularity. For sure. Track. Um, All right, Jeff. Last thing for you, um, Berlin Raceway, man. You guys have been busy. You've had a lot of awesome events, uh, and you got a fan appreciation coming up. Uh, hit, hit us with all that good stuff. Are you stalking us on Facebook? How do you know that? <laughs> um, we've got a couple of cool events, so as long as you're going to tee it up, I'm going to take two uh, swings at Absolutely. this fan appreciation uh, Saturday night. Just an opportunity to give back to the fans that, support us week in and week out we're doing a five first 500 people free uh admission uh that the gates open at four o'clock so anybody wanting to take advantage of that is going to need to be there certainly by four we've got fireworks our limited late models are going to be running we've got drift cars that have really been something that have been a huge hit among the fans um we can go racing side by side then we take a quick break and we put drift cars or burnout cars, uh, burnout competition cars on the racetrack, and the fans love it. So that's that. But I will tease this. You're going to see William Byron, Eric Jones racing at Michigan International Speedway this Sunday. They will be at Berlin Raceway on Tuesday and Wednesday. It is the biggest super late model show in the country. $30,000 to win. And uh, we're going to have a full field Bubba Pollard, Hosevar. Uh, time Jeski, I don't want to leave anybody out, so I'll stop right there. But we have a couple of very, very big shows coming up. And if, if we, and I'm going to say this to you, but to anybody else that's listening, Brandon, if you want to get over to the Berlin Raceway, I think we are down to six events remaining on the calendar. Hard to believe, but nice. again, it just goes back to how we started. You know, when we get to Michigan International Speedway, we know the summer is almost over. And when we get to Michigan International Speedway, we know that the Berlin Raceway season is also almost over. So, unfortunate, but uh, we start looking at fall and winter here. And like you said, we start looking forward to football and 
ways to kill time when racing just isn't happening every weekend here in the state of Michigan. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, all right, man. Well, listen, uh, it was great to, to get you on for our annual pre-MIS show. Uh, look forward to seeing you this weekend high up top the grandstands uh, at some point and uh, look forward to recapping with you next week, sir. You got it, bud. Right, you man, got we'll it. See I'll see you there. I'll All see right. you there. Take, Take care, care, Brandon. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Oh, Lab Traffic Nation. Great to get Jeff back on the show. Can't wait to see him this weekend at the track and all that good stuff. Uh, right now, though, it's time for a little Lab Traffic social media. Make sure you check out the website, thelabtrafficpodcast.com, Facebook, The Lab Traffic Podcast, YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all at Lab Traffic PC. If you've made it this far into the show, leave a review. Tell your friends they can listen on any podcast hosting site. Um, make sure you're following at Atlanta Racing and at the Throwback Brand for some great giveaways. And speaking of new followers, we got Freaky Fast Broadcasting at Freaky Fast. We got Griffin Banks at the Griffin Banks, a NASCAR Bears and WWE fan. Uh, I can relate to two out of three, uh, and I'm a Lions fan. I'm not sure which is worse at the moment. Uh, MJ Serralo at Driver of 54 Car, motorsports fan from Illinois. And uh, Nick Polanski at Nick Joey Logano, big Joey Logano fan. Nick, come hang out Friday, Firekeepers Casino, and meet Joey Logano. Uh, if you're going to be at MIS, I am going to have stickers. I am going to have koozies. I am going to have T-shirts. I am going to have more. Yes, uh, but if you're not going to be at the track and you want stickers and a koozie, uh, I will send one to you for free. Just fill out the contact page on the website, thelattrafficpodcast.com, and I will get them out to you. And Laugh Traffic Nation, don't forget, anything can happen during the second half of the NASCAR season. Experience the thrills, the drama, and the acceleration on the NBC Family Networks. The push for the playoffs continues in Michigan this Sunday, August 7th at 3 o'clock Eastern Time on the USA Network. And make sure you're following at NASCAR and NBC at NBC Sports. All that good stuff. Uh, we are going to keep rolling through here. We are not close to being done. Uh, let's get Gus Dean back on the line. All right, Lap Traffic Nation joining me on the line, making his third appearance on the Lap Traffic Podcast. He's the driver of the number 55 with Venturini Motorsports in the ARCA Series. And in three starts in 2022, he's got three top five finishes, which is awesome. Welcome back to the show, Gus Dean. Gus, what's up, man? How you are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Ready to get back to the track. Hell yeah, man. Uh, Gus, it's it's been a minute since you've been on the show. I think the last time... Was it MIS in the media center? I think it was you, me, Spencer Boyd, and uh, Tyler Ankrum. So it has definitely been a minute. Yes, sir. Pre-COVID. <laughs> well, pre-COVID. Yes. Well, pre-COVID. Um, definitely did uh, something there in the media center, which is cool. Um, speaking of MIS, it's uh, MIS Race Week. You've had some solid finishes there, both in the trucks and the ARCA series. Um, you know, what? Uh, what is it that you like about racing out that big two-mile oval? You know, I'm not really sure. Michigan's just kind of always really appealed to me. It's it's my favorite track on the schedule. Um, you know, it's always been the fastest place that we go to. And I think it's just kind of a combination of, of the drafting aspect that, that I really – tend to, to like and do well in at the super speedways uh, in combination with, you know, a, a normal oval track where you can get battle it out. It's not entirely based on draft uh, like it is at the super speedway. So you kind of get a great combination of the two. Um, you know, it's, it's seven lanes wide, I think, as far as, as, <laughs> 
ability. It really doesn't have a, a particular line that's that's better than the other. So it really allows for some some awesome racing and some you know a, a lot of adjustment there as, as far as the driver is concerned with being able to move the car around and get it right where the car wants to be that day. Absolutely. Um, so I'm bummed that the truck series is not racing there uh, this year. The trucks put on a hell of a show at Michigan, uh, but we are going to see the ARCA series there uh, as usual this weekend, double header on Saturday after the Xfinity race. Uh, what do you think we'll see in the ARCA race there this weekend? You know, um, I'm not sure. It's been, uh, it's been a while since I've been there in the, in the ARCA cars. Um, I do enjoy racing the ARCA cars there over the trucks just for the simple reason of, you know, you're not as reliant on the drivers around you, you know, in, in a truck, they take the air off of you and you're, you're just kind of completely screwed all the way through the corner. Whereas the ARCA cars, you know, they can still take the air off of you, but you can still move around and kind of fight your way back. Um, you know, I think you're going to see a lot of, uh, a lot of people are going to be racing smart. You know, it's halfway or getting to be halfway towards the, the, the point series and, and, um, I think it's going to be a lot of smart racing, but you're going to have some guys like me who I've had three starts this year. You know, I really don't have anything to lose and I'm, I'm trophy hunting. So, um, you know, I think you're going to have a combination of the two and, and we're all going to have to work together, even though we're on different programs and different schedules. And, um, you know, Michigan is definitely one of those tracks where it's not over until the checkers fly. Absolutely. And we've seen that time and time again at, uh, at Michigan, especially in the Arca series. Um, Working with Venturini, uh, when you think of Arca, you think of Venturini. Uh, those two names go hand in hand. What's it like working with that veteran team? You know, it's great. It's great. Um, I've always been close friends with the Venturinis. They've, they've always been very supportive and very friendly and nice and, uh, you know, and helped us out a lot through my Arca career, even though I was never on their team. Um, but we always talked about it and we always wanted to. And uh, with running a limited schedule this year, uh, I'm excited to to be able to run some races with them, especially with Mr. Kevin Reed on top of the box. I've I've worked with him indirectly uh, through you know several different uh, occasions in several different years. Um, but Kansas was the first time I got to race with him on top of the box, and uh, I'm really looking forward to to racing with him again uh, in Michigan. So you will uh, you you'll be on the grid this weekend. Oh yeah, yes excellent. sir. Excellent, excellent. Who are you going to have on the car this weekend? Um. We have a Swedish company, or excuse me, a uh, French Canadian company coming in, and I'm not going to butcher the name, but uh, (laughs) I'll have that math by the time we get there. It's, uh, um, but um, I'm really looking forward to bringing them on. This is the first time they've come to to the NASCAR side, and and uh, looking forward to having them and having them at the track and then getting to show them what what we can do. That's awesome. We're seeing a lot of you know unique uh, ventures. I'll, I'll say from a sponsorship thing. Uh, you know, across all the series uh, of racing, you know, uh, you know, a lot in NASCAR, obviously. I mean, you look at uh, AJ Allmendinger this weekend, who who had a uh, an app for slot machines and, and you know, all that on his uh, on his car, uh, you know, to, to, you know, overseas ventures like yourself. We've seen a lot of Canadian companies. Um, it, it's awesome. The 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 reach that uh, NASCAR stock car racing is getting with that. that that's really cool. So that's, that's exciting. Um, Gus, I got to ask you, uh, you do a lot of mud track racing. Uh, 
Chris sent me over some pictures. These things look like a, a hybrid of a pickup truck and a monster jam, jam truck. They look fun as hell. Uh, talk a little bit about that, how often you do it, where you do it, you know, and, and race formats, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so um, the series is, is called Mega Truck Racing, um, and it's the best way I can describe it is a hybrid of motocross tracks and monster trucks. Um, they're, uh, the the car that I drive, it's a 31 Ford Coupe body style. Um, it's on 60-inch V-tread tractor tires. Uh, it has a 580 aluminum big block with an 871 blower. Uh, run entirely on alcohol, and uh, right now we have it. De- <laughs> That's awesome. We have it detuned de- right now to twenty five hundred horsepower at the wheels. Wow, that that just sounds fun. Like, oh, it's a blast. It is. <laughs> what I mean, I, you know, you you mentioned the monster jam. Like, is there is there some stunt behind it, or are you you out there just running for lap times? Like, what's what's a what's a competition or an event look like? So, so it's a timed event um, that we race around around the track. This thing burns uh, six gallons of fuel in a minute, so it's not a very long race <laughs> by any means. It's kind of a drag race through an obstacle course, if you will. Okay. Um, but yeah, there is some uh, there is some big jumps. We'll we'll get you know close to 15, 20 feet in the air. We have some twenty inch travel nitrogen shocks on it, so it's a nice soft landing uh, as long as you land upright. And um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely a spectacle for the fans. It's some big jumps and high speeds and a lot of horsepower. Where are you doing those at? We're doing them all over. Right now, we've run at a track called Twitty's Mud Bog, which is uh, here in South Carolina. We're planning on running a few others uh, throughout the coast. We bought this truck and we've had some bugs worked out with the motors and stuff like that. You know, I've raced Chevrolet small blocks my entire life, so. Uh, running this 580 big block with a 871 blower and all this other kind of stuff, it's um, it's definitely different. It's taking a learning curve, but we're we're getting the truck pretty bulletproof now, and we're looking forward to adding a few more races to the schedule. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. Um, you're going to be at Michigan this weekend. Uh, what else do you have lined up for the rest of the year? So far, Michigan is it as far as the ARCA car goes. Um, you know, sponsorship depends. You know, if we get some sponsorship, obviously we're going to try to run some more. Sure. Um, but we have on the schedule to run our pro late model and super late model some more uh and then as well as the mud truck awesome have you run berlin i have i ran berlin in the arca cars um uh the year before uh the truck series okay cool that's all i i asked because we i had gus uh gus <laughs> your gus i had jeff striegel on earlier tonight and uh, obviously uh, Jeff uh, Berlin's near and dear to his heart. So uh little MIS pre-show this week, which is awesome. Um, Gus, you, you uh, have a high respect for the military. You love to honor them. Uh, I got to ask, you know, because I've got a near and dear spot for, for the military in my heart. Uh, you know, what, what's your personal tie there with, with the military? Um, you know, I'm an American. And we, we owe everything we have and everything we get to do to those guys uh, putting their lives on the line. And, and uh, you know, I have the utmost respect for anybody that puts literally everyone in, in the country above themselves and, and puts their life on the line so that people like me get to do what we love to do and race stupid, strong mud trucks and really fast cars around in a circle. And, uh, and they're the reason that we get to do it. That is maybe the best response I've ever gotten. I love that. That's awesome, man. Um, Listen, Gus, uh, where can everybody follow you on social media and keep up with everything you got going on? Yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, uh, at Gus Dean at both Snapchat, or excuse me, at Gus Dean at Instagram and Twitter. 
uh, Gus Dean Racing on Facebook. And I have a small TikTok page for the mud trucks called Monkey Wrench Garage. Um, but it's uh, that's kind of handled by me. It's not. It's very informal and uh, and low key. But there's some pretty fun stuff on there. That's awesome. I was. Uh... Who was I talking? Uh, I was talking with Chase Purdy last week about TikTok. Like, I have an account and I just, I really haven't done anything with it. And I just, I don't know. I can just go be an embarrassing fool on there. So I really haven't done much with it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, man. Well, listen, Gus, uh, it was great to catch up with you. I will be at the race this weekend. Uh, I will be uh, doing something with uh, Crawl um in the arca garage at some point on saturday so i will definitely try to make a point to swing over and uh say hi to you since it's uh been so long absolutely do that i'm looking forward to it awesome man well listen best of luck to you this weekend great to talk to you uh good luck in the mud truck and we'll talk to you soon yes sir thank you very much we'll see ya all right, Lab Traffic Nation, great to get Gustine back on the line. I'm te- Go check out that Mud Truck series. Uh, those pictures uh, and video look really, really cool and just something like, uh, can I rent some time to go run that course? Because that would be a lot of fun. So, uh, all right, let's keep things going. Uh, let's get Mr. Aaron Studwell back on the line. All right, Lap Traffic Nation joining me back on the line. You can follow him on Twitter at RaceWeather along with Brian Newdorf at NASCAR underscore WXMAN. Uh, after an extra week hiatus, welcome back to the show, Mr. Aaron Sudwell. Sir, how are you? Good evening, sir. I'm doing well and yourself. I am good. Yes, great to have you back. Uh, Newdorf was poking fun at me last week that he couldn't believe he did back-to-back shows that I didn't cancel on him. Uh, he wasn't sure <laughs> if he didn't submit the right paperwork to still be on the show. Uh, you know, so uh, an extra week off. But, hey, it's it's MIS week, uh, which is kind of your home track, but kind of not just because you've got a big tie to Michigan, uh, you know, from a college perspective, a, a living perspective and all that good stuff. So we're going to consider this your uh, pseudo home track. I'm like Martin Truex Jr. I can have multiple home tracks. I will own that. There you go. Um, yeah, I like going to MIS. I've been to MIS once. Um, easy getting in, tough getting out. And I, you know, I, I'll, I'll admit this. I felt it was such a long day going the day before because we had a funeral for a family member. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But then we're like, oh, yeah, it's Father's Day. We're up here. And do you want to go? I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's go. But we were also tired and emotionally drained. I fell asleep. But one thing I thought was really, really good was the um, outside of the track, the experience, the fan experience there. I'm oh, yeah. sure it's improved over the years. When were, but, when did, yeah. when were you? The, what year? Do you remember? Oh, woof. oh, eight. Oh, no, it had to be. It's 2011. Just to actually have Alex pictures, very young pictures of Alex uh, back then in the track with his headphones on. So it, it was either big smile. Uh, it was either Denny Hamlin or Kyle Busch, uh, your race winner, uh, depending which one. Uh, that would, I believe that was Mr. Hamlin. Mr. Hamlin. All right, cool, cool. All right. But yeah, no, it's definitely a place we want to get back to. Um, and you know, as you pointed out off air, with so many routes and so many ties back to southeastern Michigan. Uh, friends still in the area, a lot of love for the region. So, yeah, it's a place I want to get back up to, see a race up there. I think the next trip up will be uh, Michigan football. Hopefully this fall I want to get back in and see friends. Excellent, yes. Uh, in Ann Arbor. 
Got to go back to Michigan, to Old Ann Arbor Town. Speaking of uh, good old A2, uh, I, I mean, I'm seeing some preseason rankings, uh, you know, seventh, eighth for the Maize and Blue. You know, I, okay, that's great. I, we go in, we're going to have a <laughs> mini target on our back. I don't jump up and down because I remember, remind people every year, Notre Dame still number five in these preseason rankings. And I'm not sure what they're always, 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 always overrated. Yeah. People are always, always over overrating the name brands. Yes. That, that is nobody's going to come in and say, Hey, yeah, like uh, university of Houston is 11. And again, I have not seen the numbers, but there's going to be somebody who comes in middle of the season. You're going to say, how are they seven and oh, and do they really deserve yeah, so we there's were, always surprises. We said that last year. Uh, oh, who are we talking about that with last year? Because there was a team that was up there, and I'm like, uh, but are they? And it was a Big Ten team. I'm trying to think who it was. Um, we had Cincinnati in that role in that role too last year, yeah. uh, last season. Yeah, that's that 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 may have been. Well, was, that may have been. Yeah, it. Michigan actually had a bit of a better start than I think any of us really expected. Yes. Yes. You know, and I mean, our first test is going to be a rematch of the Big Ten championship game uh, at Iowa. You know, that is that is, you know, that's yeah. Kinnick's Kinnick's loud. Yeah. Kinnick is not an easy place to get to either. Um, so, yeah, trying to get into Iowa City from uh, Metro is not not always the easiest chore in the world. But no, it's a loud environment. It's a very hostile environment. It's going to be. Yeah, depending on the weather, it could be just a good old-fashioned Big Ten game where it's going to be a grind them out. Yes, yeah. Something tells me uh, that game might get flexed to a uh, Saturday night game, uh, you know. But uh, I I don't know. Do, we're obviously going to have our, our, our preseason uh, pick-ems that uh, has become annual tradition that people kind of like oh what a great segue damn i'm good kind of like the indie road course that people either love or hate <laughs> when we talk college sports so <laughs> don't hurt your shoulder pat right. yourself on the back <laughs> i mean damn that's that was an on the fly segue so speaking of of love and hate um you know people loved or hated the the road course racing this weekend what did you think and I've heard it's a thin line between love and hate. Right. And hopefully you don't have to pay royalty <laughs> on that. Um, honestly, I understand the frustration a lot of people had. It's like, okay, anybody who says, they want, let's go back and race the oval again, you truly forget what the oval racing was about. Right. It, right. It, okay. I want to just leave that right there. And you know what? I've seen other cars get around here without the absolute massive cluster f that nascar has seemed to have brought upon itself yeah although points to ross chastain <laughs> but i would for doing that although i will take away a few points for lying about it right yeah i mean you know I, I if mean, you're gonna say because it wasn't it wasn't cheating quote they didn't say you couldn't do that quote Right. So yeah. somebody actually said they thought about doing it. Was it Reddick? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know what? Kudos for that. Yeah. If you can't, you know, you are making a right hand turn in 300 yards, whatever the number is. Mm -hmm. You better start figuring that out. Right. Yeah. If you're, IndyCar can do it. Yeah. You want to go four wide. 
somebody's going to have to hit the brakes and you can't blame the other person because you can't break unless it's, you know, like mechanical failure. Yeah. Oh, well, that like was awful. Saw, what Two, oh, man. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Yeah. That was just, you know, that was... Parker and then uh, Larson. Yeah. Larson. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, bulldozing like, oh, man. And the replay, the hit on Dylan was even, you know, looked even worse than seeing, you know, the when, when they first did the cutaway to it. Like that was that was scary. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's amazing. It happened. And it's amazing. It's good that it everybody walked away from it, even yeah. though it'll shaken up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think these guys got to figure it out. You know, you want to be you want to say, hey, we're some of the best drivers. Okay, you've got three pedals in front of you. Yes. You figure it out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've got a chance of seeing that this weekend, to be honest. You know, with the way turn one is, with the way restarts are, uh, you know, if if this race runs like uh, we think it's going to run, kind of like Atlanta, you know, that that's part of the problem. If, if you don't have the, the, the package to allow passing, you know, five laps into a run, uh, you know, and everybody's got to go get it up, you know, on, on a restart, you know, then that's, that's a fantastic point. It's, it's manufactured to a degree, you know, and I get it, you know, the, the, and we could deep dive on this, you know, in, in terms of the stage breaks, manufacturing stops in the race to reset uh, you know, in case it's a snooze fest, in case it's, you know, single file, you know, 30 laps at Talladega until there's, you know, three to go, you know, it forces that reset, you know, and, if and you create... it forces people to stay close. I think it keeps people from getting so strung out that they're actually interested in competitively racing. Cause I now I guess if I'm a playoff competitor or in the playoff race, I need stage points. Yep. You know, which is what we saw. Uh, who stayed out? Uh, Chase Briscoe, you know, stayed out to get that stage point, um, you know, and, and you know, strategic, right? You know, if, if that, if stage points weren't there, uh, and, and let's be clear, not just stage points, but the playoff point is what that was. So, right, you know, yep. Chase Briscoe's running second. Chase Briscoe comes in and pits with three to go. Uh, it was because of the position he was in to go get the playoff point. And, and basically almost was a sacrificial lamb there in knowing that that was going to throw off their strategy and, and determine that that was more worth fighting for than a potential win of the race that they probably knew they didn't have. Let's go right. get that playoff point. That'll serve us potentially better, you know, in five races. So... It, well, then we're then we're back to saying, hey, it was a good points race, right? You know, so <laughs> and hey, uh, and, and just because you said that, I'm going to bring up what Striegel said a little while ago. Uh, let's not, least we not forget that Michigan could turn into a fuel mile race. You know, it, 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 we don't have them, but you know, it's I, I don't see that's it's almost unavoidable at times at Michigan. Yes, just, yes. You know, I don't know how long the stages are, and that made that really is what plays into it. Well, typically, uh, and I have not looked, but typically the last stage is 100 laps. You know, <laughs> so that I mean, that's that's 200 miles at a big two oval track. Depending on you know whether we get uh, you know the racing we've seen in the past, or if we get more like an Atlanta race, you know, we may 
we may see it get strung out. I don't think we're going to. I I personally I would like to see an Atlanta race, but I'm not sure how the bank. I'm not sure the banking is going to play into that. Well, see, so that's the thing, you know. So how does that work from a groove? Uh, you know, like I said, it's going to be nose dives into turn one. Uh, but yes. once you get to that back stretch and once it fans out going into three, uh, you know, coming out of four, you know, unless it's a an overtime restart, you know, to where that will be exciting, uh, you know, it, it could it has the potential to get strung out. But uh, I mean, hell, I know the fans are excited to get there since we didn't have a June race. Uh, you know, it's it's been a full year since we've been to MIS. Um, I am. I'm amped. I can't wait to get there. I cannot wait. I'm going to give another a, a selfless plug, um, you know, to uh, <laughs> to the fact that come hang out with uh, myself and Joey Logano uh, Friday at Firekeepers. If you're making your way into the track for race weekend uh, and you're on 94, uh, you cannot miss Firekeepers Casino. Head up, get out. Uh, Joey's doing a meet and greet from 530 to 730. I am interviewing him at 515, uh, which I will have oh, cool that. In I'm so excited. I will have that on uh, next week's show. I'll drop that in. And uh, I am, I'm very, very pumped to be able to get uh, a 15-minute interview with Logano at Firekeepers, uh, who have been great supporters of the show. They gave me a couple pairs of tickets to give away. Um, nice. I'm staying there the weekend, so I'll be – Definitely at a blackjack table uh, and a three-card poker table and a slot machine Friday and Saturday night. So I'm, I'm pretty pumped. So <laughs> that's uh, that's where you'll find cool. me if you are there. Uh, I'll yeah, you know you'll see me. I'll have can't, some live traffic uh, swag on. Can't, uh, really? You, you got shirts and stuff. I got shirts and stuff. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, that's good to know. Yeah, yes. That is so cool. I'm pumped. I cannot wait. Um, all right. Well, uh, all that said, what's what's the forecast? Are we going to see some racing this weekend? You'll definitely see some racing this weekend. Um, Friday and Saturday, mostly sunny, probably cloudy. Highs, eighty uh, mid mid to upper eighties both days. Um, Sunday and yeah, I, I honestly think. This is going to be another situation where if they maybe move the race up to closer to the top of the hour, like they did uh, for New Hampshire. Was it New Hampshire? Yeah, we just. Loudon. Yep. Yeah. Loudon. Yeah. Yeah. That they moved it up and the rain held off um, until afterwards. It does look like there's a slight chance for showers and thunderstorms across southeast Michigan on Sunday, later in the day, after six o'clock. So I think saying, hey, we move this to a three o'clock start instead of 320, whatever odd number NBC dictates. Yep. And I think it'll be good to go. I really do. Ah, uh, awesome. I think it'll be a very much a case of we're watching you. We're watching the radar so you can watch the race. Yep. Excellent. I, uh, I tell you, when I, you know, years past, you know, pre-podcast, pre-podcast, uh, MIS race start times were one o'clock. Then they moved them to two o'clock and two o'clock wasn't bad. Uh, but man, a, a almost three thirty start, uh, you know, I have to get my, any race I'm at victory lane selfie photo in, uh, to cap off the weekend. Uh, the, the bummer is by the time that thing is over, let's say 
let's perfect world, no weather impacted. We're talking about yep. six o'clock. Uh, I may be in the car six forty-five ish, you know, and then uh, it's ninety minutes for me to get from my house to MIS. It's typically a good two hours to get out, which isn't bad, you know, an extra thirty minutes is not horrible. US twelve, there's always a a jam before uh, you know you get back to. uh, what's uh, to M4? No, M- US 23. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, so it's 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 about nine o'clock, 10 o'clock before I get home, uh, which, you know, I'd rather get home at five or six o'clock if it was a one o'clock start. But, you know, I digress. True. So, and, it's, and it's still light. So where are you watching the pup race from? Oh, I'll be in the press box. Media. Okay, good. Yes, good. Yes, I wasn't sure if I'll you did media. Good, yeah, good answer. Yeah. I, um, you know, I, I, a lot of people stick around in the media center for the, for the race. Uh, it's, it's crazy to me how empty and this watch this year be like jam packed, how empty the actual press box is. And for me, I don't know if it's just cause I don't get to that many races a year. Uh, but I, I won't be able to see the track. I don't want to watch it on a TV screen. Um, uh, um the, um, uh, you know, yes, I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll uh, you know, at the stage break for stage one, uh, you know, I'll head down back across pit road, uh, you right. know, with a few to go uh, to get some pit stop action, all that kind of stuff, um, you know, and then I'll, I'll make the, the, the sludge walk back uh, up there and then I'll head back down, you know, with about 10 to go, um, you know, for uh, the victory lane and all that kind of stuff so oh um, yeah that's good well that's what i was saying po- pocono is the race i was thinking of they moved up and then it, the sky is mm. just unleashed yes after afterwards uh, i was at the cup race standing behind uh, brandon brown's pit box uh when jeb burton had that accident okay oh my god so i'm standing about middle of pit road almost straight across on the start finish line and you hear it and then everybody's running to the wall and then all of a sudden, and, and this, I'm not making, I'm laughing, but I'm not really making light of it. And you see, all of a sudden, you see Jeb's car on its roof going sideways. Oh, yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. It's like a running out, not out, but to the wall. And then everybody comes and runs behind the box to see it on the replay. That's crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 Um, let's see here. There was one other thing I was going to. Uh, oh, uh, you know, last year, MIS Xfinity race, uh, Colleg Racing found victory lane. Uh, I would I would love to bring some luck to uh, to your boy Landon there. Oh, so would I. You know, I, and I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting on him to let you know of our interview time from about six weeks ago. So Dude, I, I am going- I've been, okay. I will say this out loud, and maybe he's listening, but likely he's not. Dude, I text him once or twice a week. Hey, we need to talk about 2023. <laughs> uh, He'll read it. He has his read receipts on, which will now be off. <laughs> I'm tracking his ass down on Saturday. And, yes. Uh- <laughs> hey, dude. Well, you just, just, just take a little consolation in knowing it's not just you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, see, I'm just gonna have to get with Carly, and uh, <laughs> and she'll, 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 she'll squeeze me in this weekend. I'm sure. <laughs> oh man, good times. Uh, just, yeah, good, good times. times. Good um, times. I was gonna say. 
we did just sign another driver. We'll have an announcement on that um, awesome. in the next couple of days. Awesome. Uh, another one of the sports car series, and we're signing some more footballers, and we're, we're growing. And, so. But by footballer, you mean soccer. We do mean soccer, yes. <laughs> I, I will say, and I don't think I've said this to you. I know I've talked to other people about it. I honestly think that we will, we will organically grow into uh, football, American football. I, I think we will have three clients that will be draft eligible uh, for awesome. the 2023 draft. I, I cool. just just a forecast. I, I honestly think because we have such strong ties in that that sector, um, I honestly think that will that will happen. Well, that will be cool because then come 2024, as you've grown more, uh, you'll be here in Detroit for the first round draft. Yeah, the NFL. I so. can. That would be. That's a goal. I think. I. I think I'm just about to put that on my calendar. Awesome. I love it. I Sweet. Love it. Yeah. I, no. uh, I got. An, I got an email today that my uh, season tickets were added to my account. So I mean, let's. Am let's, I sorry? Am I sorry to hear that? Am let's, I? Let's go Lions. Forward did you down get a jersey field. this year? I did, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did not get a jersey, but you know what I want. They've the got, most expensive offense in all in uh, the NFL. Oh, oh wait a minute. Jeez. Uh, I do want uh, a Hutchinson uh, hoodie. They they had uh, oh, they're sweet. Hoodies. Yeah, yeah. I definitely am gonna wrap a Hutchinson hoodie. That is. I that is hope. Sure. I I just I would love to see him as defensive rookie of the year. And I think it's possible. Here's the thing, and and then we can wrap this up because I know we've gone on a tangent here. Um, the like that's unusual. Right, Go ahead. The, the sports book over under f- wins. For the Lions is six and a half. I would have guessed five and a half, and that's not even looking at their okay. schedule. And now, and then if you go look at the schedule, there are easily seven wins, possibly even more than that. But when you look, okay. they play the Giants, they play Jacksonville, uh, they've got the Bears twice, which are a mess, Minnesota's a mess. I mean, Green Bay's either going to be, you know, 12 and 3 or 3 and 12. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm like, and then you look at some of the other non conferences, it's like, damn, that's a hard, you know, it's almost like Michigan at nine and a half. I'm like, I mean, all they have to do is, is you know, not lose three games. Like, I mean, uh, and they've got, they only have four road games. Like, all they really have to do is win one road game. Both of those bets hit. Like, I mean, I'm. If only I was a betting person. Uh, I am. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you are a betting person. I am, yeah, I know. I I have not made so either you, wager. Do I have to yet. remind you how you what you said in the middle of the segment? You can find me at the blackjack table, three card <laughs> poker, in the and slots. Slot. And, and I'm really slot. so sly. I'm really surprised roulette's not there because I think roulette's a, number, a game where if you know the odd, you know how to play it. I think you can do really well. I, I, if if I am still up at one o'clock in the morning, that is when I'm at the roulette table playing my favorite NASCAR numbers and playing the first 12, second 12 or second 12 and third 12. Yep. So, yep. Yep. <laughs> that is, that is, that is definitely a one o'clock in the morning game for me. <laughs> oh. Yep. yep. Uh, okay. Uh, well, craps, craps is a Vegas game. I very rarely. Play yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree with you there. Only because um, I want so much action on the table. Like, 
uh, you know, where you can get a $5 craps table in Vegas, like downtown Detroit, you know, your minimum bet on a craps table is, is, you know, 15 to 25. And it's like, damn, you know, you play in the pass and, and you got your, your bet behind that. And then if you want to play something on the field, like, it gets costly for one roll. So yeah, it I, does. I avoid, it does. Yeah, it does that. I avoid up. the craps yeah. tables. So. Oh, so one one last betting thing: yes. Lions six and a half. You said okay, easily seven wins. Yeah. The one factor you have not taken into this is that it's the Detroit Lions. It's the Detroit Lions, exactly. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let's see here. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this schedule up real quick. Okay. And I am okay. going to tell you why or where I think these wins are coming then from. Put your money where your mouth I'm is. I'm going to. I am definitely going oh, okay, to. Okay, good. Okay. And, fine, and fine. here's okay, the thing. Just... Here's what I'm waiting for. Uh, again, another plug to Firekeepers. If you're a new <laughs> user, you get a free bet of a five up to five hundred dollars. So I what? am going to be uh, if you if you lose your first bet up to five hundred bucks, you get a free bet back. So I will be looking at, uh, you know, seeing where we're at there. All right, here we go. Uh, we got we got the Eagles. That could go either way. We got the Washington football team. We've got the Vikings. Um, you've got, you've got to see, okay, let's, let's, let's walk through it. Yes. Eagles at home Win. or away? Win. No, wait a minute. At home or away? Uh, that is at home. I, I think they're going to lose that. You think they're going to lose that? They. I think they'll lose that. All right, I've got that as a win. Uh, they've got Washington Ooh. the next week. I, I win. Could, I could see that as a win. Then they're yep. at, Minis- win. at Minnesota. I've got as a loss. Okay, agreed. Uh, they've got the Seahawks at home. I've got that as a win just because they lost <laughs> Russell Wilson. Yeah, I agree. Uh, then they're at New England loss. Yep. Uh, at Cowboys loss. Yep. Home against the Dolphins win. Yep. Home against the Packers. That's my questionable one. Loss. Uh, at at the Bears potential win. Yeah, I'd say that's 60-40 win. At the Giants, I'm gonna say win. Uh, I'll say win, but that's lower confidence than the Bears game. Yeah. Because uh, you're because you have two back-to-back road games. Yes. Um, home against the Bills, I've got a loss. Yep. Uh, home against Jacksonville, I got a win. Correct. Home against the Vikings, I've got a win. Yeah. On the road, Jets, I mean, that should be a win. That should be a win. Yeah, that's kind of like the um, going to the Giants. Right. Well, so they're going to win one of those two. They're going to win one of those two games in New York. So we'll give them the Jets win. We'll have them beat the Jets. At the Panthers should be a win. Ooh, I, mean, I don't know. Either way, Baker we... Mayfield, Christian McCaffrey. I'm going to say it's a loss. Loss. All right, then home against the Bears. Win. win. I say they win. I say they split with the Bears. And they probably split with the Packers, uh, and then they wrap out. Oh, you're, oh, that's too much credit for the Lions. Well, there. I mean, I, I'm just saying I could talk myself into the bat. I mean, okay, that's, well that's then, what I'm, I'm not trying. I'm really not trying to talk you out. I'm just having a sports <laughs> conversation here. I can talk myself into it. Now that I've lost half of the audience uh, about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> well, yeah, that's probably about right. Yeah, I'm looking at yeah. the clock. <laughs> 
Oh shit! All right, I love it. <laughs> okay, well we have a we do have a football show coming up. We do. We, we do, do have. We do. We do have a football show coming up. That, well, well, that'll be more college focus. So we'll, true, uh, <laughs> true. But we'll still we still wander. Yes, I love it. All right, left traffic nation. Those uh, who want not all those who wander are lost. Yes. Before I lose more of you, uh, make sure to follow Aaron on Twitter. <laughs> at race weather for the updates this weekend along with brian newdorf sir great to catch up with you um next week will be newdorf then i'm probably taking yep. a week off so we'll catch you in a couple weeks sir sounds good All right, man. and that was and listeners that was essentially damn it studwell shut up <laughs> look what you made me do <laughs> yeah i know don't make me hit this little red button right all right man we'll catch uh, you later talk to you soon have see a good ya. one hey have, have a great weekend out there thank Bye. you appreciate it we'll see ya all right, Lap Traffic Nation, great to get Aaron back on the line right now. It is time for this week's Lucky Dog Lap Down Picks. Uh, you guys have been coming strong the last couple weeks, which is awesome. And I can't wait to see what you guys bring after this weekend at MIS. Very pumped for that. But uh, let's see. Right now, Lucky Dog. I mean, Tyler Reddick, uh, absolutely. Lap Down, Ryan Blaney, Martin Truex Jr., Kevin Harvick, for obvious reasons. Uh, all right. Let's get to your tweeted responses. Scott at 1985 Wagner, lucky dog. Ross Chastain, P2, my fantasy pick, and crashed. No one. Uh, lap down, uh, one lap each at IMS, at traffic control. Uh, only show top 10 on screen except caution and first screen lap. Not everyone can see scoring tower. Uh, DQ NASCAR, fire in pits, not a caution. Uh, Scott. Brought up some great things there. Absolutely love it. Uh, Brian at StormNB81. Lucky dog. Great race by Riddick. Lap down. Well, Ross tried, LOL, but failed, LOL. Uh, Beast, uh, 1624 at B1624. Lucky dog. Bubba not getting penalized uh, for doing the same thing Ross got penalized for, trying to avoid the chaos. I feel you there. Uh, Brandon at Brandon K. Carl. My lucky dog is Tyler Riddick. He out-survived all the other effing idiots out there today. My lap down, all the other effing idiots out there today. Drivers, officials, crew members, and anyone who thought this was anything resembling a good race. Oh, bringing it strong. I love it. Uh, Chris at USMC underscore NASCAR fire lucky dog Tyler Riddick and the NBC broadcast very well done a lap down Xfinity race for being a disappointing snooze fest for the first time in a long time which is crazy you know I get the cars are different uh, but you know same track uh, and, and all that provided two very different races uh, Chris at Chris 4WF uh, 18 lucky dog Tyler Riddick second win of the season Lap down the one Ross Chastain for his access road penalty. NASCAR for not penalizing Bubba for cutting the corner. Similar incident to last year when he got penalized. And three, NASCAR's ever-changing rulebook. Uh, you and Scott on the same page there. Uh, Dave at Real David Kahn. Lucky dog, Ty Dillon, Kyle Larson for not being seriously hurt. What, I mean, my God, what a, what a hit. That was just scary. Uh, very, very lucky both guys were able to walk away from that one. Lap down, turn one, caused a lot of issues for a lot of drivers, even though I enjoyed it. Uh, at uh, or Eddie at Eddie underscore AG3, lucky dog Tyler Riddick continues to be really strong on road courses. Uh, lap down belongs to whoever spun off the track, mainly turn one, which were plenty of them. Uh, Jason at JA Stone 29, lucky dog anyone who didn't wreck on the restart, lap down everyone who wrecked on the restart. I love it. 
Uh, Jess at Iowa NASCAR fan, Lucky Dog, Almondinger for winning Saturday and for fighting through the heat and dehydration on Sunday. A lap down, NASCAR needs to stop a rule at the access or, or needs to be a stop rule at the access roads. If there's not a rule, people are going to try that all the time. Uh, Matt at Camper News Net, Lucky Dog, Tyler Riddick for a dominant uh, weekend with the pole win and winning the race at Indy. A lap down, lots of chaos in turn one, especially at the end of the race. Additional lap down for NASCAR, not calling a caution for the fire on pit road, especially that caused smoke. Mick at GoDucks5 underscore Mick, Lucky Dog, Tyler Riddick made all the right moves. Lap down, all the chaos. It's been a season of chaos. I love it. Rowdy at the Rowdy Dragon, a Lucky Dog. If Tyler Riddick doesn't get a DQ, congrats for their second road course victory. Uh, lap down, the whole Harvick gang had a rough go at it. Uh, and last but not least, Scott at WA Big Gamma. Lucky Dog was Riddick for winning after dueling with an illegal Chastain car. A lap down was for IMS having a runoff that gained you an advantage. Just run the damn oval. All right. Love it. That's this week's Lucky Dog Lap Down Picks. All right, let's close this thing out with a little lap traffic fantasy. Just a reminder, get your picks in by 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Thursday. Keep the Twitter interaction up using hashtag LTFantasy. We got just four more race weekends to go, and we will have our playoff grid set. But joining me on the line right now, longtime follower, longtime player, uh, you can follow him on Twitter at racing underscore 64. It's John Warrington. John, what's up, man? Welcome back to the show. How are you? Good. Hey, it's been a minute, but I'm back. I'm here. It has been a minute. Glad to have you back, man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's start with this. Then we'll get into the fantasy piece. Uh, what did you think of the Indy Road Course? You know, it's, it's almost like plate racing. It feels like, uh, you know, loved it or hate it. Not a lot in between. Well, the first race I ever went to was a Brickyard 400, so the Oval's got a big place in my heart. Sure, fair enough. And uh, I, I went to 10 Brickyard 400, so uh, something about the Oval, it's hard to, I'd rather see him on the Oval, but it is what it is. It's, I mean, it definitely was not, not entertaining. For sure. Yeah, no, I, I mean, Saturday was uh, a little bit of a, of a snooze fest, if you will, just compared to what we got on Sunday, but uh yeah, I, I could see both. You know, I'm, I'm glad that we're still going to Indy, um, you know, but uh, yeah, I, I can see both sides of the story, to be honest with you. So, And and seeing those trucks back at IRP uh, that, sure got the heartstrings going, too. So that, that was, was amazing. No doubt about that. That was that was fantastic. That was such a great race there. Um, all right, man. Well, listen, your picks, Logano, Dinger, and Zane Smith uh, got you week high, 122. Uh, you picked up two bonus points for the Dinger win plus the week high. Um, how, how are you enjoying the league this year so far? Well, I'm really enjoying it after this week. Uh, I've had a really rough second half here. Yes, uh, I hear you <laughs> I, uh, there. <laughs> at, the, at the tail end of uh, segment one, I had, I had gotten my way all the way up to fifth place. And then I think about six weeks ago, I was down in 30th. So wow. I, I've, <laughs> I've really need to 
undefeated this good week, and I've I've been coming on strong here the last couple of weeks. You've been chipping away at it. Uh, let's hit our top ten segment two. Currently in first place from uh, Blowing the Doors Off podcast, it's Brett Morris with ten thousand thirty. Uh, Pete Curvin is in second with one thousand twenty-two. David James is in third with 1,014. Uh, Mom, Kim James, is in fourth with 1,001. We've heard the James family on the last couple weeks. Uh, Robert Riggs in fifth with 997. Uh, Jeff at JR's Creations is in sixth with 993. Josh Rolfe in seventh with 981. Uh, Aaron Studwell in eighth with 978. Uh, DFS NASCAR guy Steven is in ninth with 971. And yours truly, the professor, is in 10th with 969. Uh, I love it. There's there's only a, uh, what do we got, a 61-point difference between 1st and 10th. Uh, not settled by any stretch. Uh, bonus points. Uh, Kristen Hoglin uh, in 1st with 15. David James with 14. Uh, Jason Dickus and Tony LeBay with 11. Brad Carnes, Brian Hall, Henry Fletcher, Justin Hughes, and Mark Ludington all have 10 bonus points, which is awesome. Uh, but now we're, we're getting into the home stretch here. Cumulative standings. Kristen Hogland still in first place. Hasn't gone anywhere since segment one with 2196. Kim James in second. Studwell in third. Steven DFS NASCAR in fourth. Uh, Justin Hughes in fifth with 2093. Brett Morris in sixth. Robert Riggs in seventh. John Atwinsell in eighth, Kevin Haw in ninth, Jason Dick is tenth, Henry Fletcher eleventh, David James twelfth, Matt Crowd thirteenth, Josh Rolfe fourteenth, Joel Null fifteenth. Uh, John, who's in sixteenth? I think that would be me. That would be you, John. John, do you know by chance who's in seventeenth? If my memory serves me correct, that would be you. That would be me. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, eight points behind you john i am going to be coming for you just as hard uh so i think you and i both just need to go and attack joel nolf and josh rolfe uh since they're not on the call this week i can poke fun and that way at least you and i make it uh i, I think that's our fighting chance right now yeah yeah so I've, yeah, it's been very up and down. I've been as high as fifth and as low as thirtieth. Yes. And now uh, I'm back to sixteenth. So. I, I feel you. I feel like a couple of weeks ago I was solidly in the top five, top ten, cumulative, and last week I was sixteenth. I dropped a spot. Um, and the thing is, John, I am so torn on my picks for this week. Like, do I homer out? Or do I make the smart call? And that's that's what I don't know what to do since I will be at the race this weekend. So I am I am torn between uh, knowledge and emotion this weekend, John. I don't know. I've got two names down for each, the Xfinity and Cup. Uh, and I am going to fly by the seat of my pants uh, the second after you say who you're taking. So uh, what do you say? Are you Are you ready to make some picks? I am ready. All right, Lap Traffic Fantasy players, we are headed to my home track, the home of the Motor City. We are going to the Irish Hills of Michigan, where Ford has dominated, winning the last seven races. Prior to that, it was Kyle Larson with Chip Ganassi when he won three in a row at MIS. Blaney and Harvick, both former winners at MIS, are still looking for their first win of the season. Will one of these two Fords get it done? Will Larson get back to victory lane in the Motor City? What about Chase Elliott? Next to him winning at Atlanta, I gotta think MIS is on his list due to the number of times his dad won there. Could we see the nine car in victory lane? Could Toyota resurface at Michigan? 
Who makes the Motor City proud? Who makes some noise in the Fantasy League with just four races left? We will find out. But first, it is time for our picks. All right, John, Xfinity Series, who are you going with? I am going to say Josh Berry. I haven't used him yet uh, in this half, and I've used kind of all my other heavy hitters. So I'm going to go with the Josh Berry here. Uh, JRM, they've won what? How many different oval segments in a row? So hopefully he can get one or two of them and get me some points too. So John, I'm going to go Josh Berry. John, Josh was one of the two I had written down. So do I go (laughs) with him? and see if I can beat you on Cup, or do I try to beat you at Xfinity, John? I have questions. Ah, uh, I tell you what, I am I am gonna go with Josh Berry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my Josh Berry. My other pick was Landon Castle, uh, but I, I'm, John, I gotta do it. I gotta stick with Josh as well for the Xfinity series, but I, I'm gonna guess we've got different Cup picks. Uh, who are you rolling with Sunday Firekeeper 400 at MIS? Who do you got? Well, I'm going to go with the guy that you mentioned earlier who's got three straight wins here. At one point, he won four straight two-mile tracks, and he won the other two-mile race earlier this year, and that's going to be Kyle Larson. John, you and I were on the same page. So Larson <laughs> was one of my two picks, uh, but since I said I'm going to go different, I will homer it out, and I am going to go with the four of Kevin Harvick uh, to see if we can't find some speed in that four car and get back to victory lane. So I'll go with the four of Kevin Harvick this weekend. All right. Well, sir, that was fun. Uh, Best of luck to you. And uh, hopefully we'll be talking to you again down the road, man. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks, man. We'll see ya. Yep. All right. Lap Traffic Nation. That is going to do it for episode 287 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. Make sure you check out the website, thelattrafficpodcast.com. Make sure you follow on Twitter, at LatTrafficPC. Huge thanks to Jeff Striegel, Gustine, Aaron Studwell, John Warrington for calling into the show this week. And come and say hi to me at Firekeepers or at the racetrack. I will be there Saturday and Sunday. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, if you've got my cell, which a lot of you do, shoot me a text, let me know. Uh, let's coordinate something. Don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Tune in each and every week to the Live Traffic Podcast. See ya!